back to back rational Rangers fans. See, y'all were giving me crap. Well, I know we, I know we've had, I, we know Levi. Levi. So who, who really said said they wanted to have Carlos Gomez head to head? I honestly don't know. Like I, we both admit to it. We probably. I, st- I, well, and I, I think I saw that on Twitter, but I think that was. I don't know if they were just pointing at a random no, Masters fan he, or he did the same thing. Like he said that we. I, I don't remember saying anything about Carlos Gomez. I like Carlos Gomez. I, I, do. I don't. I don't remember. I'm not. I just not. Like I'll talk shit to the moon because the moon sucks. <laughs> the Rangers uh, verifiably suck. the moon in the head. The Rangers. The Rangers suck. But like I'm not like oh, hit them in the head. Like I'm not. Right. I'm not yeah. one of those people. Like yeah. if they deserve it, hit them in the head, yeah. obviously. But no. I don't. That just doesn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised that I said it, but I don't remember saying it. So whatever. I'm kind of dorks, like call them out. All right. What are you, the hall monitor for fucking nerd? Like get out of here, <laughs> dork. <laughs> like, like if you're going on their show, you better call them out for saying this back and whenever. Like okay, weirdo. Never right. gonna ask somebody going on a podcast for charity to to bring up a thing I said. Dork. What's uh? If you're listening you're, now, you idiot. You want me to okay. bring? Uh, you want me to bring? Uh, I got Kevin on. Hey, Gentlemen, Kevin. how are you? Yelling at that the idiot. Perfect. <laughs> Kevin's back. That's good. <laughs> how you go- how's it going, Kevin? I, it was better about half an hour ago, but you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you saw it. it. Was. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of my job. <laughs> <laughs> I kept up with it a little bit. Yeah, kept an eye. So is uh, so for for I don't know if you're on uh, you're obviously on Twitter because you you <laughs> were gracious enough to to retweet that you're about to come on. Um, what do you say to to the Twitter haters that are that are blaming this on on some sort of mismanagement? Blaming you know look I, I as somebody who works for the Astros I, <laughs> I, I, you know, always big picture uh, one game. You always gotta remember this. I mean, this is this is this is my life, guys. This is I work for this team. This is my job. Um, one game is about zero point six percent of a season. And if I'm gonna get incredibly emotionally worked up about every zero point six percent of the season, I'm gonna need to be hospitalized by yep. June. And so, look, big picture, we won seven out of eight. Uh, our magic numbers in single digits on September 9th. Uh, you know, right now I'm very happy with how this team's played this year. We just lost a nasty game. It wasn't fun to watch. Big picture, we I feel very good about this. Hey, piece. big bats com- contributing. You got Reddick going off. Altuve gets a home run. Gurriel's swing looks good. I mean, there's some encouraging things that happened. It wasn't ideal how it ended. Great sure, I mean, I blow saves team. all that. Yeah, I mean, you just all you care about is right now. Uh, you know, this team barring some incredible disaster is going to win the West and we're going to go to the playoffs and then and we'll take it from there. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a good time watching what just happened, but you know, I'm not going to freak out or anything. I think it's also September. So you got to kind of figure out, you know, who's going to make the roster and if guys can't get outs now, it makes the decision easier for the, for the postseason roster. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a body of work discussion. Yeah. Uh, and, and ultimately, you know, a, a, a multi-lens discussion. You want to make sure AJ has the players he wants and then who he wants to go to battle with. All right. So, how much do you see just being online in general at all? Do you see that, like the, uh, the the Twitter culture, the overreactionary kind of 
react to everything. How much does that not apply to baseball? Because the, the sport of baseball does not align with that kind of thinking of pitch by pitch, inning by inning. It's it's crazy, and I'm almost sick of it. I think it's also unavoidable. I mean, I do, you know, look, I have a Twitter window open right now. Um, and, and obviously I follow a solid chunk of, of, I believe the term is Astros Twitter. Yeah, don't call um, You know, and there's a solid chunk that, frankly, I don't follow. Um because I've seen stuff that, that I either thought was out of bounds, and, and believe me, my boundaries are pretty gigantic. Right. Um, right. Or it's just stupid. And so, um, I, you know, I, there are plenty of people who I follow who have fairly criticized things at times and, and, and have gotten upset for the right reasons. I, you know, yeah, I wish we were 143-0 and right now, too. Um, <laughs> and, but, you know, I think everyone I follow at some point is either... Uh, uh, you know, said something insightful or entertained me or, or, or something, right. something else. Well, that's, yeah, that's good. I, it just really bothers me because, and, and like you said just a second ago, like I really hate the talking about other people's job thing. And this is like, I guess it's a soapbox that I'm on and nobody else really agrees with me on it, but I just don't like people speaking on other people's like, livelihoods. I really don't like it. It comes <laughs> to the territory. I mean, yeah, it does. That's a weird thing. Like, I, you know, it's just a very strange thing to have. Um, you know, in, in a total kind of world concept, it's just strange to have everything you guys you do put under a microscope and have people writing about it all the time, and and have a whole you know there's a there's a, a incredibly successful website based around rumors about the job that my team is doing, um, you know, and, and it's just it, it's part of what we do, and, and you know we're in the entertainment business, we're entertaining people, but it's a little weird, you know, the guy who you know, fixes HVAC machines doesn't have his job getting. Hmm. It's talked about on Twitter every day, and and but it's fine. I think it's 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 one of those things you accept when it comes to the territory. And there's people who who uh, you know like us. There's people who don't like us. And at the end of the day, all we can care about is standing. And we're here to you know bring a championship to Houston. That's our goal. We want to win games for the Houston Astros, and uh, you know everything else. Uh, you know, especially things being talked about in the media on Twitter are just kind of ancillary to that. Even do you ever even think about it? Even on like something where you're like, ooh, you're, you know, there's a roster move or just something that you do. You're like, oh, all right, we're gonna hear about this one. Are you not even? It's not even. You're doing your job. You don't even think about it. Who cares? You know, I know you don't not, care about the, what they say at all. But yeah, you yeah, yeah you're gonna get it, right? Um, you know, no. Yeah, no, it, I'm in my six sixth month. year. Yeah, I'm about to enter my sixth year here with the team, and. Yeah, I've gotten to the point. Look, I, it's, it's, I've been I've been hardened by experience. <laughs> so at this point, yeah. it's just like, yeah, bring it. You know, it, it's we get it all the time. It, it, it's it's how it works. It's fine, and and it's just it's what happens. And you know, I'm, we, I don't necessarily ignore it, but I don't try to let it bother me. Can we ban a lot of Astros Twitter? Can you give me the authority to go on and pick who I want to stay on the internet and who I want off? Can you make me a czar? Can you make me an Astros Twitter czar? I mean, here's the thing, like, like you, know, you think about, like, I don't know if you guys are video game people, but, like, in Gamergate happened, like, someone, yeah. some, you know, person with, with tech skills and, and a brain put together, like, a ban list, and you could end up, you could subscribe to something and get, you know, right. 2,600 of these dunder deads out of your Twitter feed. You know, but you want to work on something like that, you can make it work. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. We'll, we'll follow up on that. What, what do you got, James? Twitter, or at least the ones I follow, are... are, are Funny and or insightful. Yeah, there's there's a great there's an there's a there's a very elite class of very smart, good, insightful people, and then there's like a whole another tier that's not the best. 
Yeah, so you know, I try to follow the good ones, and I and I still follow the names for some reason as well. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, I don't get it. Um, what percentage? And just to, to in an effort to provide a little bit of context as far as the information that's available to us, uh, the idiots, uh, as opposed to what information is. I mean, because I think anybody can, and I've I've been doing it. It's I've been doing it for like almost nine years now, where I've I've had a blog about the Astros. And, and of course, I know like baseball reference and fan graphs and like what percentage of the information that's out there is is uh, how do I word this? Like, how much more information do you have at your fingertips? Than <laughs> you, you do not. Do we do we have ten percent? Do we have twenty five percent? Do we have fifty percent? Like, what what as as you guys make moves to try to bring a World Series to Houston? How much more information do you have than than we do? Uh, truckloads. Um, I don't. I don't want to estimate a percentage here, but I mean, I do. I mean, there are times where I, you know, looking at something we're doing, I'm like, I say, man, if, if people could see this stuff, they would just be absolutely blown away. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we, without getting into specifics, obviously, you know, all this stuff we do is, uh, you know, kind of is, you know, behind the curtain. We we'll keep it that way, but there are things we do um, that. Are very are unique to, to us. Uh, I'm sure other teams are doing similar things, but and, you know, theirs is unique to them. But yeah, we're doing things with, um, with just with data and analytics and how else you want to you want to vacuum into that um, that blow me away. Still, um, so yeah, when, you, when we're making a, a decision, you got to remember, you know, we have a uh, an incredible uh, team of of R and D people. Um, we have. Entire team of, of scouts, obviously, and you know when you were looking into something like, I mean, let's talk about like a big trade, Justin Verlander trade. You know, it, it's double digits the number of people whose full time job it is to evaluate talent who uh, put a, a large investment of their own time and brains and using what we have to help us look at Justin Verlander. Um, so the amount of man hours that went into giving Jeff information uh, to help him better negotiate that trade, um, I would I would guess is in the hundreds of hours um, of very smart full time baseball professionals dealing with an incredible amount of data. You know, be, it scout, be it scouting reports or, or you know traditional performance stuff or or you know some more skill measurements kind of things. How long had the had I don't know, and if, if, I'll qualify every question I ask with if you can answer this. Um, how long had there been? Had y'all been talking to the Tigers specifically about Verlander? Um, I mean, I think Jeff answered like you know Jeff answered that you know we, we were talking about Verlander in July, um, you know, and it obviously didn't get it done before the deadline, and then um, those talks continued from there, and. And here we are. Um, it was kind of thrilling, obviously, on, on August 31st to get that deal done um, and, and add him to what was already a, a roster with the best record in the American League. Uh, but, I mean, it was not something that came up together in you know a short amount of time. I've been here, uh, like I said, I'm sorry, my sixth year. Uh, I, I've been involved with trades that literally took 15 minutes. Um, and, and I've been involved with trades that took three months. And you know this one was more on the longer side. Do you do you feel like sometimes you might have too much information, or and is there like a guy that's like 
I don't know, like a level setter or something that's like, <laughs> okay, missed. you've had too much. You need to dial that yeah. back to some guy yeah, named Greg. No, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's Jeff's job, and that's why, I mean, he's got the hardest job. It's his job to um, to be the level setter, to use your term, to kind of you know, take all this information and, and think about it and balance it and consider it and, and you know, ultimately you know, make the decision in a very kind of, you know, Roman gladiator, thumbs up, thumbs down kind of way is what we're ultimately doing in the end. And so, um, you know, it's up to Jeff to really balance those things. And I think, you know, I've yet to be involved in any transaction with the Astros where everybody in the room, if you will, uh, was in agreement. Just It doesn't happen. And that's a good and thing, so, right? You don't want that's a great consensus. Thing. Yeah, consensus is bad. And so, yeah, but, uh, but it surprised me. I, I just don't think we've ever been universal on anything. And, um, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's Jeff's job to, to balance those things out. And I, I think one of the great things, uh, that, you know, the thing that Jeff's really good at is, um, now obviously I've, I've given a whole lot of it, you know, advice to Jeff. And some of those things have happened and some of those things have not. Uh, but every time, no matter what, I feel like I was listened to and it was considered. Um, and that's all you can ask for. Sure. So if if I can ask about a player specifically, like what what is a uh, how does how do y'all approach someone like like AJ Reed who has who's won two minor league home run titles um, that he had a little bit of a uh, of, of exposure in 2016 and it, it didn't go all that well. Like what? What what is what are the conversations that are, are taking place about someone like like that like as far as where he fits in and, and you're probably not going to speak specifically to one player on in in this type of platform but but are there ongoing like is there are there people that are like hey what about Tony Kemp what about AJ Reed what about Rogelio Armenteros like like how much how many conversations like that are going on um, I mean like like two or three hundred. Um, and, I, and I mean that, like it's not. I mean, we're having, you know, it's it, it's much more organized than just suddenly so someone so somebody stating up and going, "What about Tony Kemp?" Uh, but you know, we're having conversations like, you know, what about you know Hilberto Celestino at Greenville? Um, you know, we have uh, you know a development plan and thoughts and needs and 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 opportunities for improvement and opinions about every player in our system. Uh, or in our entire organization, from from Carlos Correa to the backup catcher on our second DSL team, um, you know, and so you know, for every player, you know, we have a, a, an, a investment, and not just an investment in you know capital, be it from a bonus or a trade or a free agent contract, but an investment of, of people's time and you know people in in Houston who are looking at this player and evaluating people who are going out and evaluating these players. Um, the coaches who are obviously hands-on with them, you know, all these people are, are kind of working in unison to make you know these players the best players they can, so they're helping the Houston Astros. Makes sense. It makes sense. We try to make sense. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, that's all you can do. We don't always do it, but we try. So, do you miss me being back on my bullshit on Twitter? You've missed that a lot, haven't you? I haven't been on Twitter much. I just, I just always assume you are on it. That's, that's the correct answer. All right, we're going to move past this. That is correct. I'm always on it, and if I'm telling you I'm on it, then I'm really on it. <laughs> just don't block me. I'll, I'll promise it'll go away. 
Well, I, you know, like the number of people, like, there's people I don't follow. I will unfollow people left and right, but the right. number of people I've actually blocked, I don't think it's a big number. I have two or three. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I barely unfollow. You have to really go out of your way to. to yeah. My bad favor. I just don't care. Right. Yeah. There's. There's. Yeah. There's. Uh, again, like I, I'm. I'm not easily offended. There just. Like, if I block you, it's not because you offended me. It's because you annoyed me. Right? Yeah. No. That, that, that's the thing. People like you muted. Shift. Like I've yelled the moon all night. It's like I get it. Like I block me too. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like I know what I'm doing to myself. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So I will be back so, on my bullshit just with you. So, if, so for instance, like if I if I just repeatedly tweeted you the link to the new YouTube video on YouTube, just every fifteen minutes, I blast you like, "Hey, have you heard this yet? Have you heard this yet? Have you heard this yet?" Would that that give? Did you say the new YouTube video on YouTube? The you the YouTube on YouTube on YouTube? <laughs> like what? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd probably block you if you just brought that one. It brought you two up to me at once. Uh, <laughs> that wouldn't need like a lot of repeats. <laughs> yeah, he wears an Irish flag on like a cape a lot, and I've had I've told him how to do that. I'm actually fine with that part, um, but he's like, but like for you too though, not because of yeah, Ireland. Like that's when yeah, that's when that's the problem. Yeah, he has like a U2 emblem on the flag. It's not just the flag. Yeah, that's you, yeah, you're out. Are you <laughs> wears the mono glasses? Let me ask you guys a question. I, I you because know, you know Patrick, you're a comedian. Yeah, uh, debatable. Yeah, yeah, semi. <laughs> um, but I'm, like, a guy, like, I'm a guy out there. I'm a guy on the internet. Right, but you're, you're, you're out there, dude. I'm out there, yeah. Like, 12.46 a.m. is not crazy for you. No, I slept until about 5.30 today to train for this. Yeah, but that's It's still fine. miserable. Right, James is a is a teacher, debatable. Um, yeah, he's, he like, does he go to like, school and teach. What time does first period start normally? Uh, I got to I got to school at 7.30 this morning. Ugh. So this is a normal time for you. You're already nope. outside normal time. I'm I'm making a very poor decision, like as we see. But see, I am too. Like, and, and I can do this, but it's not. It's not. This is not ideal. We're only at five hour, five and a half, almost six hours in. Like, it's it's gonna be rough. Okay, but okay. we're doing it for a good cause. I mean, it's a it's a great cause, and, and everyone should should give. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell you before I go. I'll tell you my quick up all night story. Um, I think this is the last time I stayed up all night. It was uh, in the early 90s, and I was working for a management consulting firm, and we were on site at a very, very large company in Missouri, and we were setting up this giant um, network, and it was going to take all night, and we, like, we had a bunch of problems during the day, it was just going to take all night, and we worked in this building all night, Ugh. and... Um, we it got you know you get you're gonna get you guys are gonna get a little a little goofy at some point and and we got a little goofy and we made up a pretend birthday and we put a posting for what time cake was <laughs> in one of the offices at two o'clock and every on like every bulletin board we can find there's a huge complex a place where like That's five, so figure, five figure people came uh, every day to work at this place and like we print off maybe fifty of these and put on every like. You know, public bulletin board in every kitchen or anything we could find. Um, and we worked through the night. And then the next day, we watched a solid 50, 60 people walk into that room looking for cake. <laughs> That's really good. Or uh, for Sherry's birthday. <laughs> we spent Sherry's birthday at 1.30, cake in conference room B. 
That's so easy. That's a li- it's a little things like that. That's hilarious. Yeah, we did that. watch we did them that. and laugh every time. That's good. That was a good thing. We, we like got some some uh, post-it notes and like put them on people's monitors and just because they're you know, they have nameplates for their cubes and you say, James, please come see me when you get in M, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and it, it probably worked. It probably worked across the board. Every little cliche you can come up with, of course, is a Sherry that probably had a birthday on that day. You probably got it right. That's the thing. Like there actually probably could have been cake. Was, I, I was like two percent chance. What if somebody else brought it? Like they saw. I saw it earlier. I went out to get it. We didn't have oh, any. It's like no, it's sure. Birthday. I'm, in, I'm in charge of birthdays this week. <laughs> the party planning committee. Well, yeah, I don't miss working in office at all. Yeah, no, that the offices are not. It's good for stuff like that to laugh at people, but it's other. It's miserable. Pretty much every other instance. Because <laughs> people are terrible. Just even good people are verifiably terrible. So I think just being around other people is not good. It's a good, I think it's a good idea when you have a podcast with guest after guest. I berate, I berate the listeners. I'm, I'm the worst for the brand here, believe me. <laughs> you guys but have I a stay brand? I to myself, and they're like, I can't fault him. He stays he's, he's, he's to his convictions. Right, yeah, that's, that's, he's consistent. Yeah. That's all we're ever looking for. Consistency, so, that's it. Not, not excellence, nothing, just consistency. consistency. <laughs> I mean, from, you, from you guys. Oh, yeah, for me, yeah. yeah. James, well, James is good. I'm just, yeah, James is good. I'm, I'm consistently mediocre. Like, I'm not going to win you any games. I'm not going to lose you any games. I'm going to win you, like, four and lose the rest in a very bad fashion. <laughs> but I'm going to single-handedly, like, I'm going to drop 65 or 70. I'm going to Kobe it, and then I'm going to just, it's going to be bad. I'll get thrown out. The four is spectacular. Mm-hmm. The polarizing uh, options, yeah. for sure. So I, I was curious, and I guess I could have looked this up if, if I if I spent a whole lot of time. But but how did like was there like I think the the Sigmidal thing being where he's, nice. a, he's a he's a coach. Um, for some reason that was very funny to me, just because I've only seen picture. I've never seen him in person. I've never seen like a, a, a top to bottom picture of, of him. But was was it? Like seeing him in a uniform was that was that hilarious? Was that something? Oh, no, it was great! <laughs> it was fantastic. I mean, I, hey, I think you got to give it to him, um, and just for doing it, and, and and for not only doing it, but for you know what he did to get ready for. You know, he spent time, um, you know, with some of our pro scouts uh, during spring training, trying to get ready for the physical requirements of being that as far as like hitting fungos and throwing BP you know he got together with our guys you know Chris Young and Everett Tiford both guys who um, you know pitch professional baseball helped him with that and he got there he hit the ground running he was, it was great he did a great job I think it was a learning experience um, you know it's, we, we talked a little bit about doing it doing it more with some other people maybe I'll go to Quad Cities you know this next year I don't know uh, but it, 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 I think it was a, a good thing and I had a good experience and I had a lot of good things came out of it. And I think it gives, I think it's, I think everybody who's not dealing with the daily grind of being with a team, um, might have problems appreciating the daily grind of being with a team. And, and, and I think this is a, a great way to kind of, you know, cross over and, 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 and kind of see how the other side lives sometimes. Yeah, I think that's important. I, I think it's a really hard for people to to uh, sympathize or empathize, if you will, whatever, whichever one's correct. I don't know. It's part of the podcast. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah. With people on uh, with a grind like that, like oh, they're just playing baseball. Really? They're 
at the field early, stretching, working out, and then they're playing a game, they're getting home late, like doing this every day, one day off every two weeks. Or I mean, give me a break. That's so oh, yeah. it's, it's so hard. Oh, they're going to work three hours a day. Yeah, no. no, they don't. They get there. They get there after lunch, and they go home after midnight, and. No. You got to stress about your, you know, your life not being in your hands. Well, it kind of is, but at the same time, it's not as well. And you just, there's so many factors into it. I'm just like, yeah, that's not the easiest life. You're away from your family for most of the year. It's yeah, yeah it's it's, it's really, a grind. It's not a it's joke. A big grind. It's a really big one. And uh, we we talked about it uh, in between guests. I don't know, however long ago. Yeah, um, about about you know, notice kind of getting an idea as to how physically taxing it is when you get a guy like Guriel who was kind of struggling to adjust to the pace of um, of the of the season. Why it's chatty all of a sudden. Um, just that that uh, yeah, just trying to just seeing like someone like Guriel who is a, a legitimate athlete kind of struggling to get used to the pace and and that's a it's, you think, oh, it's 7 o'clock, I'll turn on the Astros, and they, that's when they just magically appear, and then <laughs> at 10.30, they, they disappear into the box, and they rest for 21 hours until it's time to play again. <laughs> right, and we pack them in styrofoam and we, before we crack it the next day at 6.30. That's good um, for longevity, good for the contract. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're right. I mean, I mean, Yuli's like this, you know, Yuli was a superstar, but in Cuba, you play four or five games a week. Yep. Um, you know, and the concept of, of 13 and 15 was something you had to get used to. And it, yeah, it, it is hard. I mean, we play. Again, you know, we play 162 games in a little more than six months. That's so many games. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of baseball. There are nights that I'm like, I, I can't, I can't watch this tonight. I got to do something else. And like, I can't imagine like having to perform in front of thousands of people. Yeah, they can't do that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. That's. I guess you don't have a choice. You're kind of forced into that fight or flight mode anyway, and you're up. You're a gamer. You're a competitor. So you're gonna. Push past that. Even if you don't want to play, you're like, all right. Once the game starts, you're in the you're in the zone. You're professional. Yeah, I, I think we have. I, you know, I think every team has those. Like, these guys like playing baseball. They they this is they're enjoying this. Yeah, I think Yuli to watch his swing. And we talked about him a little bit at length earlier. But to just the way he squares up the baseball with the with the velo off the bat and just when it, even his outs or, or hard hit balls, like he's really come on this year and. We were trying to equate, or not equate, just kind of guess where we thought he would be this year. And, I, and I, I don't know that we, I don't know if he's worse or better than we thought he'd be. We thought, we knew he was an elite hitter coming out of Cuba, but I, I don't know. He just, he looks like he's good. How do you, how do y'all feel about Yuli? <laughs> That's what I, came, I wanted to say all that to say, I think Yuli's good. <laughs> we feel, yeah, we feel like he's good. Um, well, perfect. That's, that answers my question. Move on. That's the thing. Verbose for no reason. Yeah, I think one of the things that really stood out for, for, for us going into this was not just kind of the pedigree, which, which was uh, an easy thing to judge, really. It was, there was clearly an ability to make consistent hard contact. Um, and that's not something you always find. And then, right. you know, Yuli this year, you know, I don't have numbers in front of him. I think he struck out like 50 times this year. It's, it's, and that's, you know, 50 times in 125 games would be my guess. And, um, that's a pretty great ratio, and and obviously, you know, a lot's been made of all the contact we're making this year. This is another guy who's who's you, know, you feel good about. He's going to put the ball in play, and, and good things happen. You know, and you create that kind of action. Um, you know, I think we, you know, I feel good that, that you know we saw him as a as a really good hitter who could hit, you know, fifteen to twenty a year, and that's what he's going to do this year. 
yeah, he's he looked really good, and he's. I don't. I knew he was a, a very good hitter. I didn't know he was going to push three hundred and just be that consistent. I, I, I guess I didn't know what to expect from us. What this all boils down to. So this is all about me not being. Yeah, I, I understand. I don't have all the algorithms, you know. I just I got I got a search bar and some some weird stats from Cuba that they mailed to me in an old Soviet letter. <laughs> some missile crisis stats. A That's all I got. Like within a cigar wrapper, of course. The secret Fidel stats, which y'all didn't get. I'll, I'll send them to you because yeah. you've been such a friend of the show. Like I'll send you the Fidel numbers. It will for the stretch. It will. it will. So, so what is your focus as you go to work every morning? Like, what's your focus right now? Um, it's September, so you know. At this point, as weird as it might sound, is. Um, you know, a lot of things that are kind of, we're kind of in off season mode and getting ready for the off season in terms of, of free agency and trade targets. You know, there is no more chance for us to make trades anymore. So all of that work is kind of uh, pushed aside. And, and um, you know, personally, that's, that, those are the kind of things I'm focused at, uh, on a player personnel level. Because you know, we only have less than a month left to watch these guys and, and to and to and to look at them and evaluate them and get ready to possibly make moves involving them. Are you already on to next year? I know that you're focused on this yes. year and obviously but like so are you are you constantly on next year? There's a timetable for different things that you kinda of just work out throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, I mean it's not like you know, it's not like a hard time deal, but yeah, in a lot of ways it's already on to next year. Because like I you know, my job is to, you know, advise Jeff on transactions. Um, right. and we we can't do any more this year. Right. So I move on. So you just can enjoy your work and be like, yeah, I did this. <laughs> Hardly, yeah. No, I don't think, it's not all, yeah. I try not to do that. We, I don't think anyone you does that. You have to. Even if can. you tell it to yourself, you have to do that. No, everything's a day. Like, like it's, it's, I'm going to sound like a cliche here, but like everything okay. really is a team effort. Right, you know, we have just a truckload of people involved with all of these things. Of course. No, I, I know. That makes sense. I'd still take the credit, though. That's... That's, that's just me. That's just me, though. But I'm a bad person, so that. Let's, let's right. <laughs> I would just tell myself, like, yeah, I did this. Like, I'm not going to say this out loud, and I'm going to give everybody credit that I did this. This was my thing, just to get me up for stuff, you know. No, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you guys All done? Right. With, can I go blow my dog out? No, let's keep the dog in. No. no. See how long we can do that. Let's just like sit here and just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm already bored. Let's just let's just see what happens. Yeah, we've only no, got. Hey, you can let the dog out. That's we. Yeah, you can do that. We're recording the, the way through it. It's it's almost well, one o'clock. Good luck the rest of the way, and you could uh, especially like a, like five forty five a.m. as I'm predicting is when things really start to collapse for you. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, but the analytics check out. Well, he's yeah. correct. On that. Oh. I, I appreciate you guys doing this, and, and I hope you raise uh, a, you know eighteen million dollars for this. And I pre- I think it's great that you're doing this, and I hope uh, the success of it continues. And, and I appreciate uh, what, what you guys in particular do for for Astros fan, and then your role on Astros Twitter. And uh, you'd be surprised how many people are following you guys. I appreciate. Ooh, it. Is Luna one of the eggs following us? I not, don't say us. Not, there's nobody's following me for any. There's nobody important following me. You, because you actually do information. I'm not. No, I'm, not I'm not. I'm not answering any of those questions. I get gonna along like half the time anyway. I don't know why anyone follows me. <laughs> I need to treat those eggs better because I am just bad to them. I really berate those guys. I'll have been yelling at Jeff. <laughs> you never know. You never know who's behind the egg. 
suggesting he gets off Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a reason. He's like, Patrick McClellan's the worst. <laughs> Kevin, we appreciate you coming on, man. It's, this has been fantastic. Thank you for doing the show multiple times and helping us out with this. We, we really do appreciate it. And no, I appreciate you guys having me on that. I appreciate it again. I appreciate what you guys are doing. It's a great cause. For sure. Hey, appreciate it. You have a good weekend. I'll try my best. Hopefully uh, uh, the rest of the weekend will go better for us in Oakland as well. I think it will. I yeah. think so, too. It's just the A's. Right, not that. Dead Lowry, revenge. It happens every time. <laughs> he's, he's like the herpes of baseball. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah, bye, Kevin. Bye, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and just delete. Just X, X, 